Hey family, it's your boy J-Rated R, and yes, you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Pharaoh Radio family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All, signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. family it is yours truly j rated r and you are tuning in the pharaoh radio where you heard it here you heard it first no doubt it is a pleasure as always for me to say this as i always do (laughs) and family uh today we got a a bit of uh hopefully a great podcast it's definitely going to be normal time fam i know i've been saying that um, in the last few shows I've been doing and still going over the time, but you have my word today. It will be our normal time because this podcast can actually go on and on just like the other ones, of course, but I'm not going to do that because, um, we're going to be talking about how the ancient gods of Kemet. Now, this can also be for the Greek gods as well, such as Titans and Titanium, you know, the planetary alignments, uh, or I mean, not the planetary alignments, I'm sorry, the uh, the planets like Pluto and Plutonium. These names are named after ancient gods and the gods are the gods of elements. And it is said, based on what a lot of people consider folk tales and folklore, that the elements are aspects that created creation, all of creation that we call elements on the periodic chart or the periodic table however you want to say that so we're just going to be touching on the most ancient of ancients though we're not going to do a podcast on say the greek gods because a lot of times family you can easily find information even online about how the greek gods um or the names of what you see on your periodic table are named after the greek gods but see A lot of people are familiar with Greek gods, but they're not familiar with the gods that go before the Greeks. The Greeks are not the oldest gods, obviously. There are gods known and unknown. So we're going to talk about ancient Kemet's gods. We're going to compare that today. And we're not going to go through the entire um, periodic table of all the elements. That's that would just be a long show. (laughs) And if you want me to do that, please feel free to email me. Tell me. If that's something you guys would like me to expand or expound on more, and perhaps I can do a series on it or something, but and you know we would cut it down or break it down. Again, family, I have not forgotten about um, upcoming shows that you guys are going to be forewarned about ahead of time. I told you guys that I'm going to do a lot better with the organization of announcing shows, so you guys would know what days to be prepared or what to expect when and where 
Um, But yes, today is definitely Sunday, October the 24th. And, um, you know, we are almost out of the month of October. We're heading closer to uh, the Day of the Dead holiday, which you guys call Hallow's Eve or Halloween. We will have a special for that, too. I'll probably drop that on Halloween or the day before, but you will know uh, ahead of time when when I'm going to do that exactly. Um, And of course, I hope you all are looking at Superman one and two. For those of you who who want to know where I'm going with this information, I will tell you more about that towards the end of this show. I don't want to waste time going into what's coming, um, but I definitely want you guys to be on the alert of that. Family, we're going to talk about today, like I said, uh, the ancient gods of Kemet and how they relate to the periodic table or the chart. Um, And I hope you guys like it. Like I said to you before, um, I had actually talked about this when I first started Pharaoh Radio back in 2019. Um, I did a show called Kemet Mystery slash Chemistry or Chemistry slash Kemet Mystery. Same words just broken down. Right. Uh, And so I I talked about a lot of things. I talked about what, you know, chemistry is and what it means. And I went into that. It's a little different than what we're going to do today. But there is some some similarities to that show in which you probably will hear in today's show here in 2021. Well, family, you already know before we get started, we got to give thanks to our sponsors and we want to give a shout out to FCFVA, Fidel Cashflow VA for all he does. And for those of you who have been continuously supporting your boy, helping me in every way possible to build Fable Radio, to make it a better show, to know that, you know, knowledge is power and knowledge also and power is also in numbers. Okay, and the more of us network and come together, the more we can get done. I'm very interested in hearing a lot of your ideas, things you guys want to share with me. You definitely know you can contact me at jratedr at gmail.com. Okay, or jratedr at gmail.com. I definitely appreciate those of you who do continuously or do uh, find time in your day to reach out to your boy and tell me what you think about the show and uh, to share your ideas and just give um, some um expression to your feelings about things i'm really open to that and you guys help me become a better me so anyway without further ado let's go ahead and give thanks to our sponsors with anchor and on that note family you don't go anywhere we'll return right after these messages stay tuned hey 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 peace and blessings it's your boy jay read it all and that's right, you were tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. Family, it has been a blessed two years. And thank you all for those of you who continue to donate to the Cash App of Pharaoh Radio. And I have enjoyed thoroughly responding to your emails. And thank you again for your support. I could not have done this without any of you that continue to give me a chance to speak with you all on the platform. Well, it is definitely getting closer to 2022, but family, I want to say this real quick. It has also been brought to my attention that a lot of you prefer to also donate through cryptocurrency. In Pharaoh Radio, we have a wallet address as well. So if you're not able or don't feel comfortable just sending your money into the cash app of Pharaoh Radio, you're more than welcome to send it to our cryptocurrency wallet. 
Now that address is pretty long, so I won't actually announce what it is. But moving forward, whenever you do listen to Pharaoh Radio, whether it's through Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening to, definitely go to the description box of that podcast. And within the description box, you can look at the very bottom. And it will definitely have our Cash App tag, what that is for those of you who want to still continue to send in uh, in the normal way of Cash App or for the cryptocurrency people who would like to prefer to do it that way, that wallet address will also be in the same description box. So all you have to do is copy and paste it and send it on. We thank you so much, whoever you are, wherever you are from all over the world. Favorite Radio is definitely growing. And like I said, it's a blessing. On that note, family, I hope you all continue to be blessed and continue to support your boy. Every bit helps, and I definitely thoroughly appreciate it. On that note, y'all stay blessed. I'm out. Peace and namaste. All right, all right, all right. Thank you all once again for tuning in with your boy here. We are talking about the gods of ancient Kemet, right? Of Egypt family. All the elements that you look at on your periodic table. And like I said at the very beginning, there are other um, pantheons of other culture, other gods that, especially in terms of the Greeks that I'm speaking of, where we can actually talk about it in that same fashion what i want to do right now though i want to jump straight into it time is of the essence now for those of you who have a periodic table you can easily follow what the different elements on that chart is and you know this is type of stuff we did in school that nobody paid any mind to right stuff that we used to just laugh at or just you know for those of us who thought it was boring or whatever the case is um, you did it because, well, it was school. Well, here on Fable Radio, we try to take some of that old stuff that we learned back in the day, or even for those of you who are currently studying a curriculum or a major or just in school in general. And we're going to, you know, give you a little bit of insight on some things that, you know, I wish I had had the opportunity and the uh, teachings uh, bestowed upon me in those times. But you got to start from the basics first. That's why I tell you guys to read your Bible as is. Before even worrying about all the esoteric and occult knowledge of the Bible, try to read your Bible and get familiarized with the stories and the characters. And, you know, when you do that, you're going to see it from a basic point of view, as you should. But then the more you study, the more you keep studying, right? Then you start getting into other things. And then you can learn how to connect the dots. And then you can see the precepts, the allegories. And then, of course, you're using the translations the whole time you're doing this, though. Now, some people can't do two things at the same time. It's best to just do one thing, finish it, complete it, and then do the second thing. Whereas others may be a little bit more gifted in that department where they can do that. They can learn and do other things at the same time. But I don't recommend that because I want you to get the full understanding or overstanding, as I like to say, um, on and off on the show. Uh, again, for overstanding, for those of you who've never heard that term, if you're just now new to the show, welcome, first and foremost. And secondly, if you hear terms like overstand, it simply means to stand over where you once understood, meaning that if you understand something, you're standing underneath it. It can crush you, 
right? Well, we know that the word means to comprehend in English. By definition, it means to take in something and get what its, what, what its meaning is, right? But when I say it here on Favor Radio, it's a spiritual, esoteric word. And so when I say overstand, that means that you have overcame the knowledge of being behind. And now you're caught up in having not only the knowledge of that which you were once behind in, but now you are sort of a master in it. And I don't like to use the word master, but it implies that you, you know, have, um, let's just say this for, for, for simplicity. If you overstand something, family, you not only know its basic meaning, you now understand as, as you guys understand the word understand, you actually now know it's uh, esoteric meaning. Let's leave it at that. But like I was saying, we're going to jump into this. We're going to talk about the gods. We're going to get into what this stuff means. And if you didn't get it back in the day, it's because it wasn't being taught to you in, in the way that we teach it here. Okay. Or the way we show it to you. Like I said, I don't want to consider myself a teacher because each one teach one. Now, you may not be familiar with the gods that I'm going to be talking about today. And that's okay. Because like I said, you have to be familiar with the teachings. And for those of you, some of you have not even begun or know where to begin when it comes to Egypt. Because a lot of you feel that that is something totally different. It's, of course it is. It's a totally different culture. Right? And it's a pantheon of more than one god. And so when we're talking about these different gods, to say the least, what we need to do is still, for those of you who are not familiar with these gods, get familiar with them. Take your time. There's no rush. Osiris, you guys have heard the name Osiris, I'm sure. Whether you knew who it was or what it meant, it's you knew it had something to do with Egypt, you knew it had to do with a pharaoh or a god, then you were correct. Okay. Uh, no, we're not talking about demonic beings and things of that nature, but we will get into that uh, down the road. Why people say these things right now, just focus on the knowledge itself. Your boy here is not here to lead no one astray or any of that crap. We don't do that here on Fever Radio, but you've heard of ISIS. And I know if you've never heard of ISIS in, in Egypt, you know that you at least have heard it on TV as a terrorist group. That's not the same thing. That's just the name that they have ad adopted. OK, and unfortunately, ISIS has been given a bad name because of the evil that is being done in the world. ISIS is not an evil goddess, by the way, uh, but her name in her original tongue is Oset. As Osiris's original name in the original Egyptian tongue is Usir or Usa. OK, um. So we'll we'll be giving we'll be going into that today, fam. I want to just show you guys this. I promised you all that I would do this. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and do it real quickly. It is definitely that time again. We always do about three commercials on our show. We have to. That's part of how, you know, your boy, uh, you know, makes a living. And also that's how we also promote uh, Anchor. So on that note, family, without any further ado. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, hey, hey. It's your boy, J Rated R. That's right. And you are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. 
Family, we would like to give a shout out to a young brother that's doing his thing. And for most of you, if you don't already know who he is, if this is your first time tuning into the show, that person is Fidel Cashflow VA, also known as FCF VA. This brother is doing his own thing and has been doing so for quite a long time now. As you may always hear at the beginning of Favorite Radio, every time we do our show, we always give him a shout out because he is the reason why we even started Favorite Radio. This brother's into a lot of things, fam. Music. He's always doing his podcast, so check him out. Fidel Castro V8 on Anchor, as well as all the other platforms. He's also got his hands in the political uh, arena of information giving it to you real with the hip-hop and all other forms of worldly news clothing and all other aspects so we definitely want to thank fcfea for all that he does locally as well as globally i'm your boy j rated r definitely check this brother out show him your love and show him your support and on that note family i'm out and as always y'all stay blessed and stay fresh I'm your boy J Rated R signing off saying peace and namaste. All right, fam. I hope everyone out there is feeling lovely because your boy is right now in terms of helping. Uh, bring some light to this podcast today. Um, so we're going to start with the first element. Like I said, this is not going to be a long podcast from its usual. It's going to be, I mean, it's not going to be anything um, extended. It's going to be its normal. So you guys, if you're looking at a periodic table right now, then you know that the periodic table uh, for the first element is hydrogen. And... Um, well, let's just say this. <laughs> when we start talking about the first element on the periodic table of deities, deities meaning a god, right? A deity means God. Deities is plural for gods. Elohim, Neteru, Anunnaki, uh, many names I can give for gods from different cultural names. This is how we're going to compare and contrast. Autum Ray. You may have heard of the name Atom or Ra. Ra is how you say in English the Egyptian name for the sun god. But in his original pronunciation in ancient Kemet, it would be Ray. Ray. And it's not spelled in English as you know the word English to mean Ray, R A Y. It's spelled R E, which looks like the word Re, but it's pronounced Ray. Right? Autum. Autum or Atum. Some people say Atum. Right. Autumn is like what we're in right now in terms of fall. This is where these names originate from family. Autumn comes from the word Atum. Atum. And that's A is an apple. T is in Tom. U is an umbrella. M is in Mary. Autumn or Atum. Sometimes you may see it spelled with an O. Right. This is also where the words like Adam, like atoms and molecules come from or the word or the name Adam, as in the name A-D-A-M, the man, Adam, Adam, Atom or Atom, Atom. 
This is where all these things come from. I kid you not. I'm not just putting this out there. The phonology of these words that you hear in the sounds, they come from the ancient words of old. And so without going too much into that as a lesson today, just walk with me. Now, Autumn Ray, Autumn Ray is the Godhead over the hydrogen atom. See the word atom in there, <laughs> A-T-O-M. And the first element of the periodic table family of all the elements. Now, these are going to be different quotes as in Autumn Ray. You would say, oh, complete, undifferentiated one. Oh, deity. That would be the way you praise in the ancient comedic tongue, Autumn Ray. This is all based on the sun as well. Autumn Ray is based on the sun. Now, being that this is hydrogen family, let's talk about it. Because we know that hydrogen being the first element on the periodic table. The truth is the hydrogen atom is not really an element. The hydrogen atom is a medium between and amongst both realms, meaning the physical and the spiritual or the quantum realm, as a lot of you know uh, it to be in the scientific terms. When you say quantum realm, when we quantize something, we're talking about it basically in a different uh not only size wise, but we're talking about it in a different realm, a different reality. And the quantum realm, also known as the etheric or slash spiritual realm. All right. The hydrogen atom is the medium between this world and the next. And I'll get into that. The hydrogen atom is a medium amongst those two worlds and being the subatomic realm. And the atomic realm. Now, Autumn Ray family, otherwise known as the hydrogen, as I just said, has one foot in both worlds, being able to travel through all densities. Right. Densities is the volume of a reality. It is how something is uh, based on molecular structure. When you say the molecules are speeding up, what are they speeding up? Their vibrations. Another name for vibrations is density, meaning how condensed how slow or how fast does this reality molecularly vibrate how fast is it the faster something vibrates it's less dense meaning it, it's it's less heavy as what we consider heavy right less physical in other words ghost would be a very less dense um entity because it vibrates higher it's on a higher level or a higher density whereas we being here in the physical world and this is reality called the third dimension or 3D. Well, this is more dense. It's more denser because the molecular structure here vibrates much slower, given the appearance of solidity. All right. So we're going to go ahead, family, before we take our, our next and last commercial break. I'm going to go ahead and run through this real quick because I want you guys to at least get at, uh, the hydrogen down before we jump into the next uh, periodic uh, element which is helium so yeah now you know hydrogen has a foot in both worlds now I, I keep in mind this is not going to be a normal periodic uh, chart lesson this is going to be showing you how the gods of ancient Kemet relate to these elements on your chart so um, these different densities or these etheric realms and these are physical realms physical realm is the realm we're in that's 3d the etheric or the spiritual realm is the spiritual uh realities or different dimension okay 
Um, I want you to liken the hydrogen atom to that which we understand to be God, since we must respect this atom's position to be in the center of all things. Um, what do you know is in the center of all things, planetary wise? The sun, because all things evolve around the sun. The sun would be the nucleus of it all, right? Um, when we talk about this, the hydrogen atom has one electron. And this would mean that the addition of one more electron would officially introduce this element to us in the so-called real world, right? The physical plane. On the other hand, if we were to subtract one electron from this hydrogen atom or hydrogen atom, right? This would take the atom, as you heard me say earlier, atom ray, right? Or atom or atom in the ethers or the spirit realm. Therefore, hydrogen is very, it is the very center of our existence, in other words. I hope you're still walking with me. And I'm going to go ahead and simplify this even more as we move forward because I don't want this to sound confusing. But keep in mind, family, if you have questions after the show, after you hear the show, take notes. But if you have a hard time keeping up or understanding what I'm saying, please email me and I will definitely write to you in simple, simplest form. OK, no problem. You know, I know everybody's not going to be on board the first time. That's fine. But we got to get it in because hey, your boy's here. On that note, family, we're going to go ahead now and, and take our last commercial break and get it out the way. But when we return, we will continue talking about the atom of hydrogen and we will go into the next element. This is not going to be all of the elements. I told you that earlier because there's so many elements on the periodic table. We're going to just get a few in. That's all. I just want to give you a gist of how this works. And yes, I can name 99 gods to go with all 99 elements on your periodic table. Though, so that is a real thing. But I won't do that because <laughs> that's going to take a lot of time to do that. And I don't want to feel rushed and I don't want you all to be confused or overwhelmed. So we're just getting it in just a little bit, just a few today. That's all. On that note, I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You all tuning in to Favor Radio. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, 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 family. It is your boy, Jay Read It All. And that's right. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. We're going to give a special, special shout out to a very near and dear friend of mine. She's a woman filled with the spirit of Christ, filled with the spirit of the Most High. And I want you all to definitely take your time out to support Miss Caroline Yotzia. She's definitely somebody that can make your day better. She's definitely filled with the word fam. And you can check her out on her Anchor podcast or her Spotify podcast called Rock Cut Channel. That's called Rock Cut Channel. And it's spelled all in one word. R-O-C-K-C-U-T and then the word channel. Live on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts and many, many more. 
So if you're looking for inspiration and upliftment of encouragement and you want to get the word on the day-to-day life of what's going on in the world, definitely check out Miss Yotia's channel. She definitely will make not only your day better, but she'll educate you at the same time. We want to thank her here on Pharaoh Radio for all that she does locally as well as globally all around the world. So definitely take your time out to support her, subscribe to her channel, and much, much more. I'm your boy, Jay Read It All. You are tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Go check out Rock Cut Channel by Miss Caroline Yotzia. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. And as always, family, I'm out. Peace and namaste. We are back. Thank you all once again for tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Well, you heard it here. You heard it first. No doubt. Family, we left off talking about the hydrogen atom, also known as known as Atom Ray, the God. And what this simply is, once again, for those of you tuning into the show, this is just to show you a comparison of how the ancient gods of ancient Kemet, Egypt, or even in other cases that we could also easily go into explaining, uh, such as the Greek gods. Either way, we're just showing you how these things on our periodic charts that we use all the time in science and chemistry and, you know, all different types of uh, different forms of sciences, that this is also spiritual science. That's all it is, that it had to have started from somewhere before modern science. And um, that's why I wanted you all to know there's always a beginning to something even more uh, than what you've been taught, what I've been taught. And so, uh, like I said, each one of us, we learn from one another. We are a family Um, and all these charts of elements that we are seeing and, and know about all these things are in us and around us. You know, we have a whole universe before our very eyes and yet we know nothing about it. In the way that we should. So getting back to where we are, we left off talking about the hydrogen atom, also again known as Atom Ray family. Now, what I want to say is hydrogen is the very center of our existence. And I have so much to share with you. It's just unfortunate I won't be able to do it all today. But hydrogen is the most common element family in our universe. And that's what makes it omnipresent. And see, uh, hydrogen basically is colorless. It's odorless, for those of you who didn't know that, making it undetected. Yeah, I learned a lot when I started studying this because, you know, yes, I'm sure they teach this in school or depending on the curriculum, but this is just beautiful family. And yeah, uh, hydrogen is colorless, right? So it's odorless. And so it's a very flammable gas. So to say the least, the necessity to personify would be a sun deity as Atom Ray. Atom Ray is a sun deity. So it's very flammable. It's a very flammable gas. Pure hydrogen has to experience in outer space or in the heavens, yet its essence offsets all other elements conception. So in addition to this fact family, Atum, right? The god Atum emerged out of the waters of Nu or 
attached to oxygen in a uh, scenario to produce the first water molecule or primordial waters, as we like to call it. In other words, what I'm saying to simplify is you are made up of three fourths water of these three quarters can be attributed to hydrogen. Hence, H2O. H2O is water. But within H2O, H2O simply means hydrogen, two hydrogens, one oxygen. Right? Sun exposure in the form of solar gazing is ideal when it comes to experiencing the Atum Ray or Atum, right? Also, all otherwise known as the hydrogen atom. Though sun exposure family is an excellent choice of nourishment, it will surely not be good for too many people to stand out in the sun, right? Because of melanoma, um, sunburn. You need that water, that moisture that works along with the sun to keep the body hydrated on a balanced level. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. Sun exposure is excellent. It's an excellent choice as far as nourishment is concerned. When you want to invoke the spirit force of the most high or Atum Ray, right? You get carbohydrates in moderation and can also do the job as a secondary option. That's fine. Just don't overdo it. Now, quiet is kept. We have all learned about how important water is to the body, I'm sure, and significant roles of oxygen. We need oxygen, man. The significant role of that is very pertinent or we wouldn't be able to survive or be alive. Yet oxygen family is the silent killer. And I'm going to tell you why oxygen causes us to age. Water is a great source of the atom or the atom. Right. However, water that will transform you into the atom or enable atom, the God to live through you is cellular water. This is why it's very important to alkaline your water and not drink acidic water. Right. This is what makes the atom right or atom ray. The, undifferi uh, the undifferentiated and the complete. So in other words, for those, you know, when the Bible says, for instance, in First uh, John chapter four, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. We know that the most high in Genesis two, seven breathed into man the breath of life. Which is spirit and made man what a living soul. So your Godship is not complete without the hydrogen atom. Remember, I said it was a conspiracy when the Most High created you in Genesis 2, 7, because the word con means in Latin with spiracy. It goes back to the ancient derivative of the word spiral, spiral and all that goes back to the Latin spiritus, which means spirit or breath of air. It means breath of uh, air. It means life, breath of life or air. Right. So when you're saying he breathed into man's nostrils, the breath of life. The spiritus, right? That's the conspiracy. Conspiritus, meaning with life, with breath. That's what it means. So, yes, your existence is a conspiracy when you break it down like that. So, in other words, without the hydrogen atom, in fact, water is not complete without the hydrogen atom. So, thus, the term hydrogen, complete water or former of water, right? Hydrogen makes up at least 90% of our universe, family. And helium makes up nine and the rest of the elements fit into the one percent category as a whole. That's how powerful hydrogen is. It makes up 90 percent of our universe. You could look this up. 
So if you wish to live a complete life cycle or you endeavor to complete the work that seems like a near impossible task, then I would suggest that you take in cellular water. Cellular water is water that cells can consume. And what makes oxygen so significant, fam, is when it comes to the body, the, the fact is that oxygen burns hydrogen to produce energy that is used by the cells to function. Yet the water that you drink must be devoid of free radicals or proton influence water. And your water must be negative hydrogen ions. And we'll talk about what that means later. I'm not getting into all of that. So what I really want to do before I end hydrogen and get into helium, I just want you all to start understanding that age is based on dehydration of cells. Your liver stores more oxygen than any other major organ. Age is the acronym for advanced glycation in. Let me slow it down a little bit. The aging process is based on the dehydration of your cells, fam. So if the hydrogen atom or the atom is the reflection of God, then it suffices to say that if we maintain the integrity of the hydrogen levels in our bodies, then we would be able to maintain our youth if not reverse death. And this is what your scientists are starting to discover now in many uh, fashions, to say the least, with how to preserve youth through melatonin. I mean, not melatonin, but through melanin, through um, what's found in babies. OK, they're using the baby cells for stem research, for stem cell research. Not only are they trying to learn how to clone uh, cells to reproduce but they're also trying to show you how to grow back things that no longer like teeth, for instance. If you've already on your second set of teeth, most adults are. Some of you have lost teeth. Some of you have dentures or whatever. This information would help you restore teeth and not only restore it, but continuously grow teeth back each time you lose them. Not just that, but just like a reptilian or an amphibian creature, when they get a limb or something cut off, it grows back. There was a time, family, believe it or not, on this planet where man could grow his limbs back. But what we're talking about is to the preservation of youth and mortality. You've heard of the fountain of youth, right? The fountain of youth. Now you see where this folk tales come from. The fountain of youth is because that water was cellular. It also was... <laughs> We'll get into that. We don't want to get out off subject. <laughs> um, but basically, that's what I'm trying to say. So therefore, um, the more the, the you know, in other words, the more cells that you have that are dehydrated, the older you'll become or the faster you'll speed up in age. That's why it's good for you guys to start drinking water. It just it just is not going to detoxify the body. It is not just healthy for working out. And clearing and keeping your skin smooth and, and stuff like that. Water is the preservation of life. It is the very essence of life. Okay. So therefore, the lack of hydrogen present in the body instigates the death process. Oxygen is what causes it. But you need oxygen also to maintain life. Because oxygen, it causes you to age. And the hydrogen is the ultimate antioxidant fam so you convert the sun's energy into carbohydrates that is needed by the body to release the needed oxygen see the sun cannot pass 
the sun cannot pass you pure hydrogen without hurting you. So it has to create a spectrum that can be converted into the carbs and the lipids and the proteins. In other words, the cloaking device of the sun to give you a, a doses of hydrogen internally. And this is usually what, you know, th this remains to be the unknown or the hidden aspect of life referred to as the autumn or the atom. Now, we're getting ready to go into helium. But I just want you all to know the process, especially this process usually takes place during the setting of the sun or the atom ray, which is the 99th element on your periodic table of deities. The molecules of your DNA, your double helix, are held together by hydrogen. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. The, your DNA, it rests in a pool of water. And when the hydrogen is on a decline in your body, the DNA helix loses its elasticity, thereby hindering you guys' DNA to start going into the death process. So in other words, when you're dehydrated and when you're aging... And when you're about to uh, approach death, the double helix, it starts unwinding. So we're going to move into the next one. The next element family on your periodic table is what? Helium. Now, who is the god also known in comparison to helium? The god is noon. Noon is spelled N as in Nancy, U as an umbrella, N as in Nancy. It looks like the word none in English, but it is the goddess noon. The second element of the periodic table of deities. And we would in Egypt in, in Egypt, we would uh, approach noon as O primordial abyss or O deity. Because she represents the early waters or the primordial essence of life. She she represents the waters that Atum came out of when the Atum or Adam inspired his own conception. And see, noon represents the waters that we made mention of that the DNA sits in. Right. That we just talked about. So noon corresponds with the second element on the periodic table of elements known as helium. Now, helium, as you can see, abbreviated as H.E. Right. And has the number two as its atomic number. It's a chemical element with the number two. And it's represented by the symbol H.E., which looks like the word he fam. And it is a colorless, odorless tasteless, non-toxic, inert, monoatomic, meaning it consists of only one atom, mono meaning one, a monoatomic gas that heads the noble gas group in the periodic table. Now, it has, it has a boiling and a melting point, and those boiling and melting points are the lowest among the elements, and it exists only as a gas except in extreme conditions. Now, for those of you who may want to know, study some of these things. There's so much information I could tell you to study the basics of it. We know helium is the second lightest element and it's the second most abundant in the observable universe being present in the universe in terms of its mass. And its mass is more than 12 times uh, than those of all the other elements heavier than helium combined. Um, so helium's abundance is also similar to this. And our own sun and Jupiter. So the ancients used helium to speed up the tone of their voice, fam, so that they could may, you know, chant 
their way into other dimensions since helium extracts the oxygen from the lungs. This is why when you go into these doctor's offices and you want to use laughing gas, right? The amount of helium that's in it is what makes your voice lighter. Now, see, it's also used as cryogenetics. Cryogenics. It's used in cryogenics. We use helium to preserve or stagnate genes that we did not want to, that, you know, that we don't want to be active, in other words. And since the DNA rests in the water of noon, we were at a time able to single out specific genes that we inherited from our predecessors and freeze or make them dormant by controlling the flow of helium in our bodies. This shit is nothing new under the sun is what I'm telling you. All this new science you guys are hearing about now or with the eugenics and cryogenics and all these different places. This stuff, they get it from these ancients studies. Now, I'm sitting here giving you a comparison with one of the oldest cultures of gods in the entire history of this planet. That which even predates the Greeks, right? Your Bibles predates that. And I'm showing you through the periodic table how all this stuff ties in. Now, helium makes up 23% of all conventional matter. And it comes from the word helios. For those of you who didn't know, you heard me say this before in the previous podcast when I was talking about different names for the sun would be halo in Latin, helios in Greek, right? Ra in ancient Kemet, or Re. Shemesh in Hebrew, which means the sun. A lot of names mean a lot of things. Dia means sun or day. So helios is the uh, etymology or the basically the derivative of the word helium and that's the name of a sun deity by the way so we obtain subtle forms of helium from the sun spectrum via sun exposure now let's talk about the third element the third element on the periodic table of deities is known as nunet i'm gonna say that again it's like the word noon only you're putting an et at the end of it so you know the second element was noon all right. The spelling is still the same. You're just adding an E as an Eddie, a T as in Tom. Et. You're adding an et at the end of noon. So it's nunet. Now, on your periodic table, the third element, you know, is lithium. Lithium is atomic numbers, obviously three. And see, lithium is a little different because lithium is a soft silver white metal that belongs to the alkali metal group of chemical elements. And it's represented by the symbol L-I, which looks like Lee. And it has atomic number three. Now, under standard conditions, fam, it is the it is the lightest metal and the least dense solid element. So the lithium in your body helps to re pretty much helps to to, to regulate the nerve impulses by regulating sodium and potassium and influencing the distribution and transportation of sodium and potassium. So when you lack these things, not only, we're not even talking about lacking, we're talking about the balance, the distribution. You have to have a certain intake of potassium and sodium. 
to, you know, normally when we dehydrate, right, we're lacking all these different things. If we don't have enough potassium, we start cramping, right? We start getting weaker. Our muscles start getting weaker. Well, lithium is what helps distribute the balance of these two things in your body. And so when it comes to the gods, this deity is responsible for stabilizing serotonin transmission in the nervous system, as well as increasing the lymph uh, production. So basically, the lymphocytic production in your body based on the lithium has to be at a certain balance in your nervous system in order to distribute serotonin back and forth in terms of transmitting it. Now, signs of lithium deficiency are joint pains and nervous disorders, as well as paranoid schizophrenia and all that type of stuff. So when you have... Um, <laughs> when 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 that when that lymphocytic production in your system is off based on the lithium being a deficiency meaning not enough of or a balanced uh, a balanced level of it when you lack or you have um, an influx or insufficient amount of lithium in your body this is where joint pains and nervous disorders as well as sometimes anxiety and paranoid schizophrenia and all that stuff comes from so the etheric force of, of Nunet, the spiritual side of Nunet, the goddess, can properly be evoked by consuming canned foods such as uh, key limes and seaweed. And these are the foods that are high in lithium. So if you're eating seaweed or key limes, you're going to have a lot of lithium and you're going to need that lithium in your body. See, this is why it says you are God's children of the most high. You see this in Psalms 82, verse six. You read about it in St. John, chapter 10, verse 34, because you're created in the image and likeness, obviously. But your body is a representation. It's the temple in which the most high dwelleth. OK, and within this body, you were made from these elements. You were created from the dust, right from the Adama, from the Atum, right? The red dirt. Adam in Hebrew means dirt or soil. Well, go back to ancient Kemet where the word derives from. Atum. We just talked about what Atum is. That's the hydrogen. Right? That's the 90% of what the universe is made of. Uh, the 9% is helium. Everything else falls in 1%. All the other elements on this chart that we ain't got time to go into fall under 1%. These are the gods that live within you. So it is written in your law. Ye are God's children of the most high. See what I'm saying? This is how this stuff ties in, fam. And so you need certain foods to balance out these elements. L meaning in the Phoenician Canaanite Hebrew word God. Element. Ment is short for mental. Right? Mental also can go back to meaning the man or the mind of God. Element. Ella. Eli. Eli meaning on high or most high. Eli mental. Elemental, right? El meant al. Al is the exchange of the word el or al in Arabic, which means God. So el mental al el meant al. This is all us. Okay? It's on the damn chart. The periodic table is a code to show you who you are. And when you learn these sciences and you learn the foods that produce these elements or to, to produce these things within the body, guess what? You become 
and Ilamutajesit in Arabic, which is a God in the flesh, a raising of consciousness of a higher vibratory being, right? One who's in tune with the sun or the God from within because he was in you was greater than he was in the world. This is what this is all talking about. So as I go into this family, we're not going to do a long show today. Just said a few things. I'm not giving you a whole lot. I just want you to see the comparisons. Let's go to the next one. The fourth element. The fourth element of your periodic table of deities or gods is he. H-E. H-E-H. He. Which means, oh, infinity, oh, deity. Right. That's how we would say it in ancient Kemet. Oh, infinity. Oh, deity. Oh, deity means God. Right. Yeah. Now, on your chart, what is the fourth element? Beryllium. That is your fourth element in atomic numbers number four. And we see that its symbol is the words B and E, which looks like B. That's how you would abbreviate it. Beryllium. And beryllium is a bivalent element associated with pairs. In other words, that's why it says bi, meaning two. Beryllium is found naturally only combined family with other elements and minerals. Notable gemstones which contain beryllium include beryl, right? Um, it, it, you know, different things and emeralds. Right. Um, and of course, you have uh, a which is the Alexandrite and the cat's eyes. Right. The free element is a steel gray, a strong, lightweight, brittle alkaline earth metal. And it's primarily used as a hardening, you know, a hardening agent in alloys, notably beryllium copper. Right. So beryllium was passed on to you in minute Amongst as a baby, beryllium can be also transferred from your mother during breastfeeding. And this is why it's important that ladies breastfeed. But when y'all are feeding your children Similac, you're feeding a synthetic milk from another animal that's not even human. It can cause problems in the child. It could also cause problems in the mother. We're going to have a podcast talking about the physiological parts of a woman giving birth. I feel that that is very important. I have been studying on that. No, I'm not an expert in that family, but I do study a lot of things. I've learned a lot of things and I've seen how it all ties into the culture. And if I can do these things, you can do them. You can learn them. We're we're not in tune with nature because we don't do the things we're supposed to do within nature. We're disconnected. How are you going to be in tune with the most high who's within you and all around you? And you're not even in tune with what's going on around you. You know, Mother Earth. A lot of you are. Now, I'm not talking about everybody. You know, if it don't apply to you, it don't apply to you. But I'm saying I, too, have been disconnected. And and getting back into the groove of things helps you reestablish an equilibrium or a balance within yourself. All right. Your spirit is in alignment. It's not in a dis-ease, which is where dis-ease comes from, because the immunity is weak because you're not in tune spiritually as you're supposed to be. And you're not putting the right nutrients and nourishments in your body. To build up the God within you, the elements or the L in within you. So beryllium, it's passed down from your mother during birth, during, I mean, well, during breastfeeding. And it's even crossed the threshold of the placenta to ensure the stability of the magnetic field 
as well as promote the hardening of your bones until they fully develop. Yes, this is true. You can look this up, fam. You're granted infinite protection from He, as this deity stayed with you since infancy. And you no longer need you know, significant amounts of beryllium. Now, the next one would be Hehet. Same name with an E-T on the end of that. Hehet. Same thing. That's the fifth element. And you should check out the movie, The Fifth Element, with Chris Tucker and um, Bruce Willis. Very good movie. Um, very conscious. There's some things that's in that movie I'm going to be talking about, but uh, we're not going to talk about it right now. <laughs> Definitely check it out, though. The Fifth Element. Now, getting to the fifth element on the, on the periodic table, it's boron, right? Or boron, as some people say. Boron. And the atomic number is five, obviously. And it's a chemical element within the atomic number. Uh, and it's it's basically a trivalent. Now, when we say tri, we're talking about having a valence of three. The other one, when it was just he, had a bivalence, which is just two. A pairs, right? Two is pairs. This one's three. It's tri. Tri mean three. So, of, you know, metalloid element. So it's a travalent of metalloid element. Boron is an essential plant nutrient family. Now, where does that mean? However, high soil concentrations of boron may also be toxic to plants. So if it's too high in its toxicity, it, 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 it can be poisonous to plants. I mean, if it's too high in its concentrations, it could be toxic to plants. So as a ultra trace element, boron is necessary for the optimal health of most mammals. You're a mammal. I'm a mammal. So we need it in the body. Now, in the body, boron enhances brain function. So you definitely need that. Some of us keep drinking coffee and shit to function through caffeine, which is not good. That's a sugar, which is a drug, which causes which causes us to go into uh, anxiety, schizophrenia, uh, you know, uh, paranoia, schizophrenia, right? Because it starts lacking what? When we drink a lot of coffee or not even coffee, just anything like soda or anything like that. What does it do? You know, we'll be we'll be, you know, shaking and shit and, and all this other stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we got too much of that in us. We got too much of that, which takes a deficiency in the lithium. Remember, the lithium is is, is responsible for the balancing of uh, sodium and potassium. And when you have a lithium deficiency, that's also number three. We talked about it. You start experiencing joint pains and nervous disorders. And paranoid schizophrenia. So going back to where we are now with boron, right? Boron is healthy. We need it. It helps with the brain function. It helps to prevent osteoporosis and promotes healthy bones. It helps the body and the metabolism of calcium, phosphorus, and magnesium. And let me tell you something. When I had COVID, fam, all these things that I was calling myself doing before I had it, staying healthy, getting plenty of uh, proteins, right? Carbohydrates, staying hydrated with drinking a lot of water. Was on a keto diet, right? Eating bananas, working out. I was doing all of this. But when I had COVID, that shit depleted me of magnesium, potassium, calcium. I mean, it was knocking everything my body was fighting to feed off itself because I couldn't, I couldn't ingest anything at first. Because when you're sick like that, you have no appetite. And then when you try to eat certain things, 
you your body rejects it. And so this stuff, man, it, it it knocks all of this shit out of you almost. I mean, it completely had me weak, man, like in no time, like dehydrating, losing weight, just like what flu what may do. But 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 worse. <laughs> OK, so when we say we need to eat certain pro- appropriate foods, we need to do this all the time to keep your immune system so high that you can't even get sick. And we're going to talk about megahertz in the brain. This is why this is good for the understanding the brain function, your brain. The more your brain operates on higher megahertz, you don't get sick. You can't because diseases only exist on a lower megahertz frequency. This is why we say in the in the uh, spiritual terms, raise your vibration, because the higher you vibrate, right, the higher the megahertz in the body oscillating frequency within you is is at a high level. Because you're eating right, you're getting plenty of vitamin D from the sun and all these other things we're talking about. The higher that is, you preserve life. You can't get sick. It just it's a it's a scientific fact. And this is what we call spiritual science, fam. We're not. Listen, all the stuff that we talk about with the Bible and all the other things that we keep in context with Yahshua. This is the spiritual side of it on the scientific level. See, this is where I say we don't we don't separate. We don't we don't we don't lead astray. We don't deceive here on this show. We show you why spiritually this connects to this scientifically or why spiritually this connects to this physically. We show you the connections. You don't get this in religion. You don't get this in school. You're getting Remnants, bits and pieces, a little here, a little there, like Isaiah chapter 28, verse 10 says about precepts, a little bit here, a little there. We're putting it all together, man. And that's not easy to do, by the way. And you can't make this up and you got to do this right in order to see it as it is. And as the Bible tells us, let those who have ears see, let those who have eyes. I mean, let those who have eyes see and let those who have ears hear. A lot of people won't get this truth. It'll go right past them over their head. Some won't won't even take the time to try to find out the truth because they rather believe in a lie. Like Second Thessalonians chapter two, verse 11 tells them. So we're here to combine and show you how all this connects. This takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of study. It takes a lot of dedication, man. And like I said, I'm no better or no different than any of you. I'm just an ordinary man in search of extraordinary things. That's it. That's it. Had a few spiritual experiences that, that helped raise my consciousness, my vibration. And, you know, I got in tune with the most high and I'm still trying to maintain that right now as we speak. I'm flawed just like any of y'all because I'm a human in, 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 in a carnal body. But at the same time, my spirit is willing and that's all that matters. And so this is information that's buried deep within the codons or the information centers of your RNA memories. In other words, to simplify that, all this information is within you. <laughs> all right. This is all in, encoded in your DNA, passed down through filaments and and all this other information. Your DNA is a file. It's a it's a storage house. It's a filing system. It's a storage house, not only of energy, but information. And this is how generations pass information down, along with everything else that comes down through that bloodline or through the, through those those streamlines and spirituality cellular memory and all these different things or what what took place before so that's why i'm doing this 
All right. Boron is good for that brain function. It's good for that phosphorus, that magnesium that you need, especially calcium to keep your bodies from going into a state of osteoporosis. Y'all just drinking milk. Milk is not as good for the body as they tell y'all, because first of all, I'm going to say it. Milk has got mucus in it. It's made up of all types of of um, <laughs> shit that you're not supposed to be drinking and ingesting in your body. Sure, it may taste good. It may help a little bit. But it actually calcifies your pineal gland. It causes your sinus. This is where sinuses come from. Because it's got mucus in it. It's got a lot of stuff in it. Then they're putting soy in it. Which is a feminine product. Right? For masculinity, it's not good. You know? Uh, it's a lot of things in there. Artificial flavoring. Just things that is not natural. Almond milk is good. Right? That's good for you. But this 2% and this whole milk shit... Look, I'm not knocking nobody. I drink milk. We put milk in things. We eat things. We, we, you know, milk is good to mix up. We make cakes with it. I mean, hey, I get it. I'm not judging. I'm just being honest. That's all I'm doing. Moving on. Bor bor uh, boron is an element found in apples, fam. The more apples you eat, an apple a day, keep the, you know, but it look. Apples is also good for strengthening your gums, your gum lines. It actually restores gum lines. They, they tell you it doesn't, but it does. And there's a bit of a uh, of a controversy in terms of um, or a debate with 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 dentists now about that and scientists because they're finding out that apples do a lot more than just that. But, yeah, boron is in elements found in, in apples, grapes, greens, you know, uh, nuts, pears, prunes, all this stuff, raisins and vegetables. You know, more raisins you eat, you know, that's good for what? Blood pressure. Good for keeping, you, you, you know. Your blood regulated. It's all there. Boron is in all of that. So these are the foods that you should eat to invoke the etheric force of hehet. Hehet. That's how you say that. Now, for quicker results, I suggest that you take in a significant portion of teff and basil mixed. I found that out probably mm, a year ago. And I won't even I found it out, but I didn't even put it to the test until this year. Right. Um, I, I did it earlier this year and I saw so much um, results, but then I stopped. Now, had I kept doing it, I probably would have never gotten sick or any of these other problems I had. So your boy has failed too, fam. That's why I say I'm raising myself back up to stay on these things. Stay on the path. Those who falter or come off the path. What happens? things happen to you wrong thinking leads to to wrong results right thinking leads to righteous results that's what we're trying to do is do better now when i say valence v-a-l-e-n-c you've heard me say this enough the chemistry is what i'm talking about and i'm talking about the combining power of an element measured by the number of hydrogen atoms it can displace or combine with so such as number six, let's go, let's go on to number six, family. We still got a little time left in the show. We got 23 minutes left. We're going to use every bit of these 23 minutes. I told you I'm not going over and I mean it. I'm going to stick by that this time. But um, the sixth element on the periodic table of deities, of gods, is called Kek. That's K is in kite, E is in Eddie, K is in kite. It's called Kek. And Kek is the one you would say, oh, supreme darkness, oh, deity. Now, number six is carbon, right? A powerful element. Can't be here and can't survive without it. It's everything. It's also attributed to dark matter, right? Also melanin. 
You may hear melanin a lot when these types of podcasts are talked about. We're not just talking about that, which gives you the hue and color. We're talking about neuromelanin, neuro, neuro, you know, neurological brain um, secretion. This is very important. So carbon, we know is the sixth symbol or the atomic number. It's the sixth element on the chart. And as a member of, of group 14 on the periodic table, it is a non-metallic and a tetravalent, making four electrons available to form covalent chemical bonds. Now, I'll simplify that. To basically say what that is, is all forms of carbon are highly stable. And it requires a high temperature to react even with oxygen. Hence, family, this is what CO2 is. Right. CO2, carbon and two oxygens. When you inhale, that's H2O. When you exhale, that's CO2, carbon dioxide, not carbon monoxide. That's what happens when you breathe in smoke from fires and shit. Carbon dioxide is when you exhale. Okay, so. When you're giving somebody mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, that's carbon dioxide. You're breathing into them oxygen. But when you let it go out of your own mouth, when you exhale it, it's carbon dioxide. So as it's coming out as carbon, it's going in as oxygen. That's what the sun does. That's how the sun is self-sustaining. Do you know the sun produces helium at the same time? I mean, it produces hydrogen and the more hydrogen produces helium in in return. So it produces it's a self-sustaining star until it actually burns itself out. So the helium produces more hydrogen to keep the uh, sun going. The hydrogen produces helium in, in return. That's how the sun sustains its life. It's life force until it gets too old and then it goes into supernova and explodes and then it creates a black hole, which we call a singularity point or an event horizon where all of anything within the close proximity gets sucked in because of the gravity being so, so strong in volume that not even light can escape it. And it creates another star. But we'll talk about that at another time. Carbon family. Number six is carbon. Keck is the god of that carbon or of that element. And like I said, all forms of carbon are highly stable, but they require a high temperature to react even with oxygen because carbon is the 15th most abundant element, fam, in the Earth's crust. And fourth most abundant element in the universe by mass after after uh, hydrogen and helium and oxygen. Now, it is present in all known life forms and in the human body. Carbon is the second most abundant element by mass, usually about maybe 18 and a half percent after oxygen. Now, the element is a chemical basis of all known life. And is this is what all plants need. Plants all need carbon. Because what is to a plant will be also considered to us. Well, to a plant would be like saying melanin to us would be chlorophyll to a plant (laughs) all right um but anyway uh this element is is a chemical basis of all known life and is what all plants need and carbon is found in abundance in the sun 
stars, the comets, and atmospheres of most planets, especially stars and planets, because this is where a lot of life is based on. So carbon is the basis of all life. That's why I said that. And as a basis of all life is part of the DNA molecule. There are more than a million known carbon compounds and many thousands of which are uh, vital to organic and life processes. So carbon plays a it plays a vital role, a pivotal role in carbon life cycles. And like I said to you a while ago, carbon dioxide from the air together with water is absorbed by plants and converted into carbohydrates. Now, in this process, this is what the plants call photosynthesis, right? This is how they ingest that light from the sun, that water. And this is how they get carbon. This is how they breathe through photosynthesis. This is how they eat through carbon and all these other things through the plant nutrients, right? So animals consume the carbohydrates, returning the carbon dioxide to the atmosphere by the processes of respiration, excretion, fermentation, and decay under bacterial action. That's why bacteria is so important. It houses all of this shit. It goes into the atmosphere and into the grass, and it redistributes the same things back to us. We were created from the earth, remember? Adam was created from the dirt. That's why his name means in Hebrew, from the dirt, from soil. And in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 6, what does it say? When we die, the spirit returns unto God who gave it, but the body returns back to the earth. Why do you think people decompose after a period of time? They turn to dirt because they're from the dirt. All things return back to its natural source when it's ending a life cycle or ending a cycle of life. It returns back to the source that created it and put it. So everything around us, we're made out of oxygen, air, water, elements. What are the five elements? Earth, air, oxygen, you know, earth, all these different things. Water we're made out of. <laughs> we are what is outside around us. And that's why they say you are what you eat, because what you eat depends on what you ingest, what you put in your body. Energy not only plays an intricate part in that family, right? Spiritually wise. Possessions and things like that, what you eat, you know, you become. But that's that literally means that because this is what this is what the body needs to function, not just the body, but the DNA and the DNA, the DNA, which is held together. The double helix is, is held by hydrogen, hydrogen bonds. Hydrogen has got its foot. And 90% of the universe, it's got its foot in both the spiritual and the physical world, fam. So you need that. That's number one, because it's 90%. Then not, number two is helium, 9%. Then everything else falls under 1%. And you know you need oxygen, hydrogen, helium, and then carbon. We got 15 minutes. Let's make the best of it. So, yeah, carbon is found free in nature and three allotropic forms. Right. I'm going to give them to you. Amorphous, graphite and diamond. Now, graphite is one of the softest known materials, family. And diamond is one of the hardest. We know this. You know how you make a diamond. Put pressure. The more pressure you put, the better the diamond looks, the better it come out. 
This difference is purely because of the arrangement of atoms in each of the two forms. That's why one is uh, lighter, I mean softer, and the other one is harder. Those two forms. Now in graphite, hexagonal rings are joined together and for, to form sheets. And the sheets lie one on top of the other. In a diamond, the atoms are arranged, well, in a tetrahedrally uh, fashion in a vast continuous array. In other words... Tetra, sort of like in a four, four-dimensional type way, that's and, and an ongoing. You know, it's like a, a rougher way, but it's harder. So, among all the chemical elements, carbon has the greatest capacity to bond itself, and to bond to itself, and to, and to most other non-metallic elements, especially nitrogen, fam, phosphorus. Uh, oxygen, sulfur, all those, this is, you know, this ability makes it the building block of life as we know it, right? It's the building block of life. And this is why our bodies and other animals, not just us, and plant life are composed predominantly of carbon. You know, you have those, those kingdoms, you have the animal kingdom, the plant kingdom, uh, you know, all these different kingdoms. And so everything dealing with life has to have carbon now not everything is carbon based completely and i'll talk about that later because then we got other but that, that starts going into other planets other entities <sighs> they may have it but they have a lesser percentage of it and even some of the people we look at in terms of what we call pharaohs and gods and the flesh back in ancient kemet they did not have iron in them like we do that's something in the blood. We know the blood in the veins is blue, right? But when the air hits it, it turns red instantly. But we'll talk about that later. Carbon is the fourth most abundant element in the universe, right? And it's um, absolutely essential to life on Earth. We know this for a fact. And in fact, carbon constitutes the very definition of life. And its present or absence helps define whether a molecule is considered to be organic or inorganic. And that's the thing I love about it. Every organism family on Earth needs carbon, either for structure or energy. It breaks it down in those two forms or in the case of humans, both. Right. So discounting water, you're about half carbon if you take water out of the picture. But additionally, carbon is found in the forms and it's diverse as the gas carbon dioxide, CO2, like I said, and in solids like limestone. Now, wood and plastic and diamonds and graphite. Wood is a great source of the deity Keck energy as well, especially petrified wood, because when petrified wood, when worm, OK, when worn, you will allow your body, in other words, to absorb that energy. Carbon literally means black and foods high in carbon have been cooked black, but they tend to maintain their composition. See, the God Keck is the God of carbon that's in your body. And the God Keck is the embodiment of supreme darkness. And this darkness, remember I told you about dark matter and I said it has everything to do with carbon. That's what I'm talking about. But Keck is the embodiment of supreme darkness. And this darkness does not get any more supreme than black salt. I know a lot of you probably don't even know what that is. You know what white salt is. I've very, I, you know, black salt works wonders on properly evoking the spirit force. Then the principle of Keck. 
I've never really got into black salt and I'll need to do that because I like to try it. I wouldn't recommend trying it, though, unless you get your diet right first. Not that something's going to happen to you. Nothing like that. No. But you don't hear about black salt. Who the hell has heard about black salt? Some of you may have heard it. There's a few select out or out in the audience listening that's heard it. But a lot of you never heard of it. And I didn't always know about it. And it's not something we have in our homes that we predominantly use, even if no, you, you call yourself using no salt. No salt is what color. Now, this has nothing to do with color people. I'm saying the name of it is literally called black salt. So anyway, let's move on. We've got nine minutes. Let's make the best of it. Like I said, this wasn't going to be a long podcast on all of the elements. That's just too much information. It's too long. And not that I have a problem doing all 99. But I don't want to do that on the show when we can talk about other things. Now, like I said, if you guys are interested in going above and beyond, um, I'm going to need to get a vote on how many people. Well, I ain't going to do that right now. But eventually I did mention to you all a few podcasts ago that I'm, I'm really seriously considering doing a group, some type of group study, maybe on Zoom. That way, not only will you guys be able to all be in the room with me at the same time, we get to see each other if you choose to, because you don't have to always show your face. You can just be a voice. Some people are not comfortable with that, but that choice will be yours. But you will be able to see what I'm showing you on my screen and how I'm doing things. And uh, it's something to think about, family. Right now, I'm not going to do it. I'm looking more so to doing that probably closer to the new year. I have a few things I like to take care of first, get myself a little bit more um, better set up. And then that way, when I do present a presentation like that, I'll, I'll have a moderator or something like that. Well, you know, everything will it, it'll come into it all come into being. So anyway, let's not waste that much time. We got it. Like I said, seven minutes now going into um, well, eight minutes right now going into seven um, nitrogen. All right. Now, the seventh element on your periodic chart of gods is called Keket. Same God that was just before, only with an E.T. Same thing. Only this is ovoidness. Ovoidness. Now, Keket is nitrogen. An atomic number for nitrogen, obviously, is number seven. And its atomic mass is huge, right? 14.00674, right? But the elemental nitrogen is a colorless, odorless, tasteless, and mostly inert diatomic gas at a standard condition. Now, it's accounting up to uh, for 78% by volume of Earth's atmosphere. See, all these things, they matter. Some of these heroes you guys see in these movies with these powers, it's all due to different elements that they have within them. Or how there was an exchange or a distribution or a manipulation of the elements, creating them and making them a god, like Atom Man, or Atomic Man, Superman. Right. Uh, Captain Marvel, all these different people. And it's just many others. I'm just using them as an example, but it's many others. So nitrogen. Right. Is an essential component of DNA, RNA and proteins. And it's the building blocks of life. Also, now all organisms require nitrogen to live and grow. Got to have nitrogen. A lot of you probably didn't know that. And although the majority of the air we breathe is nitrogen, most of the nitrogen in the atmosphere is unavailable for use by organisms. Now, yeah, the majority of the air we breathe is N2. 
that would be the abbreviation of nitrogen two nitrogens yeah we breathe in we need we, you know but trees is what give you your oxygen fam your body converts the nitrogen into oxygen and then you breathe it in which is oxygen and then you which is inhaling and then you exhale it in as carbon dioxide so um co2 so that's how that works now this is because the strong triple bond between the n atoms right the molecules make it relatively inert now this is what the god does right these this is what i'm trying to tell you all these different things right coquette energies that dwell within uh these things are physical properties of the soul that promote all forms of of energetic bonds nitrogen plays a critical role in protein formation and it's a major component of chlorophyll plants with adequate nitrogen show healthy vigorous growth family and strong root developments Dark green foliage, right? Increasing seeds and fruit formations, higher in yields. All that stuff's good. Plants absorb nitrogen in the um, ammonium, right? And the nitrate forms. So micro, you know, microbes convert nitrogen and sulfur to forms that plants can use. Now, usually lime also enhances the physical properties of soil that promote water and air movement because, you know, nitrogen primarily is building is a building block for life. So without it, crops cannot produce sufficient amino acids and proteins and enzymes to support life. So we have reached our I'll tell you what. (laughs) We have reached uh, the end of this particular podcast. Just know that when you get to number eight, it's talking about Amun, which means the hidden in ancient Kemet. Amun-Ra, the hidden sun. Number eight is oxygen. And we definitely would talk about that. But we could go on and on and on about how all this ties in and what these gods do. What I wanted to do today, family, I might do a part two if you guys email me and tell me you want a part two. In part two, I'll tell you more about how the gods function on the other end of this. Right now, I'm showing you how these gods are within you and within you, we call them elements and there's foods that we use. See, everything is already nothing is new under the sun. Everything was programmed, predestined. Everything was perfectly put in the order that it needed to be in order for you to to awaken out of your low conscious state as a human being to becoming a God like being in the flesh under the Yahshua principle of course but when we start talking about these ancient things these esoteric things and this is not even esoteric and and esoteric in terms of you not knowing that the gods are the elements on your chart but not esoteric in the sense that this is stuff that you guys can practice that's simple doesn't require rituals or anything or meditating or any of that it's just eating the right foods and knowing having the knowledge to take care of yourself will help you get to that spiritual point that you're trying to reach. And I need to do it myself, family. Because if we did these things that the knowledge and the ancestors and that all other forms of literature have shown us and told us, well, guess what? We wouldn't be suffering like we are. Our third eyes would open as they're supposed to on a higher vibrational pattern. We would be walking examples like Yeshua was. Because he ate the right things. He did the right things. He meditated in the sun. He did all the things that I'm telling you about right here. 
And I bet you money he got all this information from Kemet because did he not spend a lot of his years that's not written about in the Bible when he was a child because he had to be as a firstborn hidden from Herod from being killed and he was waxed rich with all the wisdom that Egypt had to offer and his high priest that he had to go initiate under through the order of Melchizedek, Melchizedek being Tahuti or ancient uh, of ancient Kemet. See how all this stuff ties in. So I'm sure he got the knowledge on how to do this. And he has an Egyptian name in his name, which is the God Shu, meaning the breath of life. So on that note, family, and he's the truth, the life and the way no one can get to the father, but by him, this is deep. Yah in Yahshua's name means sustainer of life, which means the sun. So this is going back to the hydrogen and the helium we're talking about. The Amun or the Atum Ray, the Atum Ray, the sun god. See, this is all there. But on that note, family, you already know who it is, what it is, and why we do it. I'm your boy, Jay Reed it all. It's been a pleasure. Stay tuned for our next upcoming show. And also stay tuned after the show. There will be an announcement on when our next show will be. So definitely don't go anywhere. Make sure you hear that before you leave. And on that note, family, I'm out. Y'all stay safe and stay blessed. And as always, peace and namaste. Hey, fam, it's your boy, Jay. I hope you all have enjoyed the uh, podcast referring to the gods of Kemet or the elements on the periodic table. Like I said earlier in the show, if you really want me to expound more on that or anything you have in mind, please share your ideas at jreadadar at gmail.com. All right, I'll be more than happy to read your emails. Just give me some time and your boy will get get on it right away. On another note, family, uh, I wanted to just give you guys uh, the announcement for the upcoming shows. Uh, this Tuesday... October the 26th okay of 2021 obviously this coming Tuesday uh, we will be doing the show on uh, Superman so if you guys haven't had time yet as I had requested in the last announcements show uh, definitely make sure you watch the Christopher Reeves Superman 1 and 2 and if you can fit the Henry Cavill if you can fit the Henry Cavill Superman, which is called Man of Steel, watch that as well. You don't have to watch that one, but I wanted to do a comparing and contrast on that. And family, the reason why I want to start doing that, I did tell you all and I told some of you in the emails that I'm going to start doing things like that. Because some of you have actually asked about that. So, I, you know, we're all on the same wavelength in terms of thinking. What I want to show you is how much of the truth is in plain sight. It's hidden an esoteric or the occult meaning it's hidden it's hidden in in comic books it's hidden in movies it's hidden in different cultures that's it's just so much information and so much knowledge and this this is real stuff family this is not folk tales conjecture pseudo or any of that nonsense this is real stuff that we on favorite radio are here to bring to light this is what we do all right we're here to bring the truth to light and to power all blessings be upon the most high and family definitely make sure if you can now <laughs> i did have some of you say um 
you know, you wanted me to start doing this with other comic books. Let's just see first how it goes with the Superman and then we'll go from there. And I was told to uh, also uh, make sure that for those of you who don't know, Superman one is about two to three hours long. Um, and I mean, when you're into the movie family, it's, it's, it's really not that long per se because you're into it. But if you have questions, what I want you guys to just do is just look at the movie, get familiar or acclimated with the character. If you're not a Superman fan or even a comic book fan, please watch Superman one of the, uh, the Christopher Reeve Superman one back in the, uh, 1978 1980 it came out 1980 i believe and make sure you watch part two now you don't have to watch superman three and four because that's irrelevant only one and two and the reason why i want you to get familiar with superman i want you to get familiar with lois lane i want you to get familiar with uh the things that are said in the movies by lex luther his enemy um look at the things that took place in that movie back in that time and compare them to now. Just little things. Make little notes. Uh, I will give you guys a hint to what to look for also. I did tell you that Superman represents Yahshua. Jesus. Uh, so look at his look at the planet he comes from. Look at what his father says. Why he sent him to earth. All those things are clues. And we're going to be talking about them. We're also going to talk about Superman 2. In that movie he fights uh, three Kryptonians from his home, from his home planet. And they have the same powers as him. And remember, we studied in the uh, previous podcast, we talked about the Zodakians, right? Who were um, priests, righteous priests, of course, uh, under Zodak, the righteous priest of, um, he was a student or a priest uh, un under Melchizedek. He was the priest along with the Levites who brought the Ark of the Covenant to King David. You read about that in 2 Samuel chapter 15, verses 26 through 28. So definitely check that out. Um, the Zodakians are in the Qumran scrolls and they're sons of light. All right. This is what George Lucas and guys like um, Joseph Campbell, who was George Lucas's mentor. This is where they get the ideas for the, the, the sons of light, meaning the Jedis versus the sons of darkness meaning the Dark Jedis or the Sith Lords. But this goes all the way back to ancient Kemet. So anyway, family, we're going to talk about it. But I wanted to um, just pay attention to the name Zod as General Zod is one of the Kryptonians that Superman has to fight in Superman 2. Zod is a Zodakian. <laughs> okay. He's a son of light. Christopher Reeves' character Superman is too, and so are the other ones. So that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Krypton, meaning the hidden one. Crypt meaning hidden, right? The last son of Krypton. We're going to talk about it, family. So definitely get yourself hip. Make it a movie night. You got tonight. You got Monday. Hell, you even got Tuesday, the day that the podcast will drop. So definitely watch Superman 1 and 2 if you haven't. Make the time to watch it. It's free on HBO Max if you guys have that. Or if you have a fire stick, you can watch it. Or if you got it on tape or DVD, pull it out. Watch it. All right? I'm your boy, J-Rated R. It is a pleasure. And as always, look forward to talking with you all. If you have any questions, don't be ashamed or afraid to holler at your boy. I'm out. Peace and namaste.